Not a nice. good one, Zach. Nice, Zach. No, real, <laughs> real <laughs> nice. Punch. Today's episode of Brunch is brought to you by Nine Tailors. These are the suits that celebrities and pro athletes wear, but when people see you in them, they're not going to say, oh, that's the same suit as that other guy, because everything is 100% custom to your exact specifications. Once you have your items from Nine Tailors, you'll be surprised by how good you look because you've never truly worn anything that fits so well. If you're in the Northeast, there's absolutely no better place to give you the best look possible. Head over to Nine Tailors at 132 Lincoln Street in Boston. So I didn't think of it until right now, but that is a perfect ad for this episode that we're doing today. Yes, it is. Actually. It's a very fucking adult ad. It's and we have a very fucking adult episode. This coming is, up. you know what? We're growing up. This is a grown up episode. We even have a Zach Efron heat check, um, in which the message is, you know what, Zach? Grow up. Grow up. Um, so we have Randy Havens, also known. To the adults as Randall P. Havens, known to the kids as Mr. Clark from Stranger Things. Uh, Mr. Clark is the science teacher, and the sole reason that we have him on this week is because the kids from Stranger Things, uh, Millie Bobby Brown, Finn Wolfhard, Caleb McLaughlin, and uh, Gaten uh, Matarazzo, we had to look up how to say Gaten's name, um, they've been making the damn rounds they've been on jimmy fallon they've been on uh they, they've done the whole chelsea talk, they've talk done show the circuit, circuit yeah. right and as everyone saw they they did the silly string thing with jimmy yeah. fallon they did a buzzfeed video where they played with toys honestly it looked like a lot of fun but that's not us not we, for adults we couldn't <laughs> could not identify with it and uh, if anybody listens to this podcast regularly you know, know that it's for the adults this is an adult this is for the very is mature PG-13 audience 13 <laughs> podcast so um our idea was to f- get one of the adults from stranger things on to glorify kind of being adults and to maybe get Set things the a record little... straight Right, there are adults in the show. Stranger Things is not a children's show. I, right, I'm not watching a kids show. If I want that, I'm going to go watch Caillou. And the kids in it are great. They're wonderful actors. Sure, Millie Bobby Brown people. has is legitimately a, a rock star yeah, right now. She can. I don't even know how much money she's going to make on. She's going to be like an A list actor within a week. Right. Uh, the the like the biggest testament to how big she is is that like A list celebrities are taking pictures with her, like asking yes. her to take pictures, totally, and uploading it, being like, "Oh my god, I just fucking took a picture with Eleven. She had a picture with Henry Winkler, and that's I, not who I was thinking. No, no, I, no, I, I, legit, I legitimately thought I was like, "Wow, she just hooked it up for Henry <laughs> right. Winkler." That, like, that was so cool of her. Like, she wow. could have walked right past the Fonz and she, been like... She's a good person for stopping and taking a picture. Right. So, yeah. So, that's one of those... You know when you see a celebrity do something and you're like, I knew they were a good person deep down. <laughs> I, they're just like us. They're super cool and approachable. The fact that Millie Bobby Brown took a picture with a very well-known person made me think that was that was really cool <laughs> of her that she, she, she didn't just, just stiff Henry Winkler. So... Um, yeah, big fan of the kids. Uh, we Someone actually requested this week, they said, do a Stranger Things episode, and we'd already had a plan to have uh, Randy on. But It's not really going to be a Stranger Things episode. It's an adult episode. Yeah, we're going to kind of just shoot the shit with them a little bit. That's, we don't often do that. We don't often vibe out on this podcast, <laughs> so we're going to give it a try. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. well, the thing is, like when we have interviews, we our goal is to, to shoot the shit, to vibe out with, the, right. with guests, but it's hard to book guests. Yes. Who or just want to come and just talk to us for the fun of it. Right, because Randy doesn't need to promote anything. He, What's he going to say? Go watch Stranger Things? Like, <laughs> good call. We'll try that. <laughs> everyone's everyone's watching Stranger Things anyway. He's, he's not going to talk you into it. The fact that Stranger Things is an amazing show is going to talk you into it. So um, I'm looking forward to talking uh, to him. We're going to hit on some Stranger Things stuff, but mostly... We're just going to give him a chance to, to be an adult. Be cool. Yes. Uh, so let's uh, let's do some reviews before we get into that. Okay. Um, and then after we get come back from the, the Randy Havens interview, we'll have the Zac Efron heat check. We'll yes. have... Uh, we're going to talk about the, the Lion King. There's a new Lion King they're that's going to be made. They're making it a little more grown up. Yes, it's, that is very true. They're getting, it's, they're getting rid of the cartoons. Yeah. Well, So we'll talk about that. Uh, and we're also going to talk about a... Uh, college roommate horror story that's been going around the internet so stick around for that uh let's get to the reviews okay um 
Tasty Cake says it certainly is a thing. <laughs> nice. Uh, the podcast. Oh, the podcast itself is fine. <laughs> Is this the first time you're reading this? Right. Grow up. Uh, The the podcast itself is fine. The intro is the best part, though, especially when you use it as an alarm at 6 a.m. every day. Real abrasive. (laughs) That is an awesome review. Any review? There wasn't one nice word said in there. Any review that ends with a real abrasive <laughs> is my favorite. Good misdirection. So, uh, if we ever like, if we ever have to make a uh, a trailer for the podcast, like yes. you know, like uh, like shape it after a movie trailer. You yeah. know how they they pull quotes from reviews. Yeah, uh, this one will be a great one. <laughs> it'll just say it, uh, the podcast it's itself fine. is fine, and then at the end it'll just say real abrasive, <laughs> and then with uh, with tasty cakes. Uh, so I'm a big fan of that review. Yeah, uh, okay. it's, it certainly is a thing. Um, Bantu was an inside job by Jimbo Slice six five five. As like a tw- that name. <laughs> as a 21 year old college student in Central Ohio, the typical amount of interesting things that happens to me on a daily basis is about the same number of fans that typically attend Columbus Blue Jackets games. Zero. Nice little shot of the Blue Jackets there. Got to get it in. (laughs) Thankfully, Brunch has changed that. Brunch was introduced to me through the Section 10 podcast. Family is from New England. Dad met mom. Caved, moved to Ohio. Dad's an idiot. Uh, and, uh, And has been a steady flow of interesting content from the time I started listening onward. Merch, please. Five out of five. Cool. I like it. Uh, I did some light merch work the other day. Nothing that has... I got to say, people people really got to stop pressuring us and, and right. rushing us to put out merch because <laughs> we are... We're we're uh, we're on sensitive. it. We're gonna yes. we're gonna take our time, and it's gonna come. We're gonna do it please, the right way. Please, we've just announced it. Please stop pushing us and rushing us to put out the merch. Right. It's only been like a week. So realistically, all we need to do is just invest like between three hundred and seven hundred dollars that we'll make back and then give to Kathy. But I kind of I don't think we're ready. I just give us space. We got to think on it. For yes. a, we got to sleep on it for another night sleep, or two. Yes, we're going to sleep on it. Um, uh, it's speak, the adult thing to do. Yes, exactly. Uh, okay, let's talk to, uh, let's talk Randy, to Randy Havens. Havens. So, Randy, a uh, huge adult move is to not have a Twitter account. You you have a Twitter account, but you don't have a Wikipedia account. Would you like us to make you one? You want to make me a Wikipedia page? If you give us enough source information, because they, uh, it's all. They link to stuff. There's like source yeah. material, right? So yeah, you gotta sell your sources, bro. So if you casually were to just tell us, like, what was your, where are you from? Uh, I am from Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Nice. What is your date yeah. of birth? Oh man, you're not getting that. You could be an approximate. That's a thing on Wikipedia. See, this is why you don't have a Wikipedia page. You won't tell people your date of birth. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you need to give them your social security number too to get on Wikipedia. So. Um, do you want us to go Randy Havens or Randall P. Havens? Because that's on your IMDb page, which is kind of, that's classy. It's, class, it's a classy name. My SAG name is Randy Havens, so that would definitely be where I am. Uh, that should be my Wikipedia page. Nice. Uh, have there been any controversies? <laughs> have I had any controversies? Yes. Just don't talk to any of my ex-girlfriends and we'll be fine. <laughs> So that's your personal section as well. So yeah, personal I, section is uh, Randy can't hold it together to keep a relationship. I think we've got a Wikipedia page. There we go. I think uh, yeah. I think tomorrow we'll we'll wake up to a, a wonderful Wikipedia page for Randall P. Havens, <laughs> also known as Randy Havens or Mister Clark. Super yeah, power move for a Wikipedia page would be under the personal section. It just says it just refers you to the controversy section. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah, link yes, to each exactly. other. Yeah. Uh, that would work. That would um, work for me. So in, in Stranger Things, uh, most of your scenes were done with the kids. Finn, Caleb, uh, Gaten, they're obviously awesome actors, and your scenes were great. Um, just kind of coming from an adult standpoint, did you just like maybe yell at them to knock it off right off the bat to kind of set a tone? Establish dominance. I did, I did not. Uh, that would have been, been a smart move because, um, yeah, set life is a lot like prison life. You want to go in there day one and, and really, really yeah, set people something. straight. So, yeah, yeah, I should have uh, caught the riot on my first day on set, but um, I did not. You know, they're actually like super professional uh, actors who just happen to be, you know, 12 years old. Yeah. There was one day where I was walking to set and they were on the playground and I was like, 
guys, get it together. You're not kids anymore. You're professional. I was going to ask: Is was there ever a moment on uh, on set where you where you felt particularly old? Um, on set, uh, you know, we, I, you know, yes, there was a moment because like uh, all of our school um, uh, shooting was done on location. And it happened to be my old high school that we were shooting at. Wow. Whoa. And just like super coincidental, right? So now I'm a teacher at my old high school. And I just remembered sort of like going back to like thinking about how old I thought my teachers were when I was in high school. <laughs> That's uh Yep, I'm that fucking old guy now. <laughs> That's uh the plot of the movie The Intern, if you've seen that, with Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway. I have not seen that, but uh, what is it? He goes back to his old so company. So he's uh, old, and his wife is dead because you know that's what old. Sure. And uh, yeah. so out of, <laughs> out of basically boredom, he takes an internship at a thriving company in New York, and it's in this really cool like warehouse. And he reveals to Anne Hathaway, who and at first she's a bit of a curmudgeon; she's just a very busy businesswoman. And then you see your softer side, and he reveals to her that his job years and years ago was in that same building. And it's a real good feel good. Mo- it's a real feel good moment, and kind of a feel good movie. So, I'd recommend. You know, uh, yeah. If I'm ever in the mood to feel good, I'll check that out. It's um, yeah. I did. I had a I had a similar moment because I told Caleb. Uh, that that was my old high school, and we almost had a touching moment. And then he went, "No, it's not. You're lying." And that's because kids lie to each other. That's what kids do. Well, they constantly mess with each other. And I'm like, "I'm not messing with you. It's a true." And Caleb's like, "You're a good actor." I'm like, "I'm not acting." I think the kids actually are uh, years ahead of their time, or they're they're wise beyond their years because uh, Millie Bobby Brown apparently says that she hates pizza, and lying is like a real good adult move. When you're a kid, you're afraid to lie because you're going to get caught, but then when you grow up, you're like, there's really no consequences for this, so you can lie all you want. Yeah, except for like the pizza makers of America, now you're on their shit list. Right, no, we were saying before, she's already like a A++ list actor. She's like the most famous person in the world right now. Yeah, she went from like, yeah, nobody knew who she was to being the number one actor on IMDb. <laughs> did uh, did you even inter- I'm trying to think you didn't have too many scenes with like David Harbour or um, or shoot uh, Winona Ryder, right? Like you you were pretty much exclusively hanging with the kids. So no scenes with uh, Joyce. So Mr. Clark and Joyce didn't have any scenes together. Uh, Mr. Clark and Chief Hopper do have one scene together. It's the search party scene. Um and so we're just like sort of walking through the woods and Mr. Clark is sort of trying to like connect with Chief Hopper. Hmm. And so the first time that you see the Chief Hopper is just like, no, nah, dude, I don't, I don't want to have anything to do with you. <laughs> right. uh, so it's just like an incredibly, yeah, it's incredibly uncomfortable scene because Mr. Clark is just like, wants to have a new friend. <laughs> and Chief Hopper is just like, get away from me. Speaking of Hopper and, and the mustache that you just mentioned, yes. DJ, were you at all offended that you were passed over the role of the the lead cop with a mustache like that? Because usually that's a back stereo- in the day that's too. A stereotypical yeah. cop mustache. Uh, that yes, it is a uh, it is it's an impressive mustache for sure. And yeah, like a motorcycle cop, I could totally see like a seventies, like late seventies, early eighties motorcycle cop. Unfortunately, I am like a super skinny nerdy guy and i don't think anybody's ever going to buy me as the punches his way through problems cop <laughs> do you do you think that in that regard because i mean you you've done a bunch of stuff obviously but do you think that when you're the science teacher that can be an area where maybe you get typecast uh it would be but i ha- i have some previous roles that are like where i play scumbags so i think i'm think i'm pretty set on in terms of range it was a nice um, little balance, though, because you were you were like the goofy, nerdy science teacher, but you also had a scene where you were on a hot date when you got called. At, at right? Yeah, right? Mr. Clark knows what's up. <laughs> Did you seal the like, deal? That's the question. Fan fiction here. Maybe maybe we'll find out in season two, guys. <laughs> that's, that's, that's exclusively maybe Mr. what it's Mr. about. Maybe Mr. Clark's date will show up at his door pregnant. <laughs> Uh, speaking of the mustache, um, we had Jimmy O. Yang from Silicon Valley on, and we were discussing um, 
the decision for uh, Indian actors and Asian actors whether or not they're willing to do um, an accent. And Jimmy was saying that he's all for it and he thinks that accents should be done. Um, as an adult, when they say we need you to grow a mustache, do you get a little bit of pause of like, whoa, guys, let's not fall into stereotypes here? Uh, as an adult, yes, uh, for sure. Like, um, it's like, guys, just because I'm an adult, I don't have to have facial hair. But that's just how the world sees you sometimes. And, and when the world sees you as a man who should have a mustache, you got to go with it. You get pigeonholed. And if, if I could, I've, ha- I've had a mustache for like most of my adult life, but I've never been able to grow a mustache. So I've always just had a bad mustache. So I was, I was quite jealous of, of Mr. Clark. We need to confirm oh, well, that it, it was indeed a real mustache and not CGI. Right? Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Uh, for sure. What happened, is, I think, two years before that, uh, I did a series on AMC called Halt and Catch Fire. And uh, I'd never, ever had any desire to grow facial hair whatsoever. Um, you know, just I'm that guy every three days I'm shaving, right? So uh, when they hire me, it's like a month before we shoot. And they go like, oh, by the way, don't cut your hair and don't shave. So a month later, I show up looking like, you know, a, um, a homeless hipster. And they're like, okay, let's see what we're going to do with this patchy beard of yours. And then they just cut like the biggest fucking biker stash you've ever seen. <laughs> Shave that onto my face and had that for four months. So I, like my hair was like super long. So this is like, it took place in Texas in 83, which is interesting because Stranger Things is in 83 too. Mm. That might just be my year, guys. Um, so yeah, I have this super long hair and this super insane mustache and you know I wear glasses in my real life and I just like the people that would look at me and you could see the thought in their head of just like who does this guy think he is <laughs> going out in public looking that way and probably thinking that he's cool I've always kind of wondered about that when 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 actors and have to you know prepare for a role especially when it's like uh you know, back in time where they kind of have to look ridiculous and like you wouldn't right now. I mean, you still have to go through your daily life and live your life while filming these <laughs> scenes and stuff. Does it feel weird being in a public setting when you're, when you look kind of ridiculous? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, uh, even though I'm an actor, I still don't like people to look at me. <laughs> <laughs> and when you look ridiculous, uh, people are going to look at you and, uh, you know, they're like, doesn't this guy know that it's not 1983 right now, that it's like 2016? What is he doing? Why does he look like that? Uh, I do oftentimes, I'll just be like walking through public and I'll just feel someone looking at me and I just want to go, I'm an actor, it's for a part. <laughs> See, that that makes me so sad because if I could look like that, if I could just be a guy with a mustache and have that kind of retro look, and maybe it's not a good look, but it's still a, a retro fun look, and I'm not saying this is a hipster or anything, I would totally have that mustache. It's I, I, f- I feel like a good a good look is kind of being wasted on you. You're being a little uh, you're you're not very grateful <laughs> of, of a good situation. <laughs> I think it's a bit like shaking hands with the devil, right? Like you make a deal with the devil, and he's just like. Okay, you'll live forever, but you're going to be completely miserable. <laughs> right. um, uh, yeah, my deal with the devil was uh, I'm I'm never going to be short of work, but I'm always going to have to have a mustache. Right. Well, there was uh, you hear things all the time about uh, the people from The Walking Dead if they if they're going home after work or something. Like I want to say I forget who the the girl is um, on Walking Dead the uh, the Australian one. Um, anyway, she got pulled over and she was in like full makeup and the cop was like, do I pull my gun right now? <laughs> like, what do I do? Yeah. So, do I, do I shoot your ass for an autograph? What's going on here? So yeah, um, it'd be a shame if you got shot for having a mustache. Though. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope that never happened. Um, so Pete, uh, we have a thing. It was on Thrillist. Uh, it was 30 things that you should know how to do as an adult. Um, so if you're cool, Randy, uh, you want to check our adulthoods here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Pete, what's number one? Number one is change a tire. I can't do that. I cannot change a tire. I can change a tire badly. <sighs> okay. That, I mean, that still, that still counts. You're one for one. Uh, I, can, number... I, can get, I can get home. I okay. definitely couldn't. Yeah, I would walk. Yeah. <laughs> or actually, more likely, I'd call an Uber. I was going to say, I would Uber or I would find a way to just... I would, if, I, if I need to change a tire, there's a very good possibility that I could just end up dead within the hour. <laughs> I'd just find a way to die. 
Yeah. Number two is operate a grill. I'm going to say no. Wow. Okay. I, I can for I, sure I, do I that. I can operate a grill. Yeah, that's, wow. that, that might be my only thing on this list, but yeah. Number three, pair wine to a meal. No, absolutely not. I can in my own way. I can say I, I'm having a meal. I'm choosing to have whatever the cheapest red wine is. That's, yeah. how, that's how I pair. I think that I can. I think that I, uh, I'm, I'm all right with that. I'll, you do red wine with, with meat and white wine with chicken. That's Never that's, white wine. White wine's... What, what about fish? Ooh. I think that it's white, usually white wine, but I'm, okay. I could be wrong. Can so. we just spend a second on what... Do either of you guys like white wine? Not really. No, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah wine's gross. So it's, it's not a thing. Um, can you swim? Oh, yeah. Okay, nice. So that's number four. Uh, change your oil. No. Definitely not. I feel like that's not a lot of people know how to change their oil. Right. Thrillist. So, six, throw, throw a football. I can throw a football. I can bomb me a Nerf Howler. Nerf I can Howler. throw that thing a mile. Uh, do you do your taxes? Yes. Wow. That's that's a nice adult move right there. Nope. Not a chance that nope. I would ever approach. I find that. an adult, and then... if I did my own taxes, I would be within. I would be in jail within a year. Hmm. You see, I feel like this is like you know, part of being an adult is having enough money to like just pay the people to do the shit you don't <laughs> yes, do. Yes, correct. I think Can you get your taxes kind of done. Yeah. Uh, number eight is take a decent picture. No way. Take a decent picture, like of myself, or just like take a decent picture of a thing. Uh, I. Th- I think it's like take a picture. So yeah, like, like you can you're walk up, behind the camera. Like I, for example, I can't take. I go to a million concerts and I always try to get one picture during the concert, and it's always a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> can't do it. Yeah, um, I can take a picture. Oh, okay. brag much? <laughs> um, can you build a respectable wardrobe? I have yes, I have a very respectable wardrobe. Nice respect. Nice. nice. You got you kind of you kind of have to if you have a mustache. That's true. Yeah, for sure. You got something about you has to be nice. So it's actually like a. I think if you have I a mustache, ma- you have a lot of sweaters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, th- I think that I just made a really good point. I think that you like really have to uh, comp. You have like you pair you pair wine with a meal. Yeah. You pair mustache with a really nice outfit. Okay. Yeah. You can, you can bring it home. Nice. Yeah. Um, can you fix basic household problems? Yes. I don't even know what that means. Like, uh, like, is is, a, is like being like if they're is, like, oh, it's a, there's a leaky pipe or whatever. I just like move. Yeah. <laughs> is like a household problem being broken lonely? Yes. <laughs> That's but can no, you fix that problem? problem? I can experience that problem. <laughs> uh, can you dance like an adult? Can I dance like an adult? That would be like trained like ballroom dancing. I would take it or like Ooh. some kind of like where you spin the ladies around. No, I can't do that. Or like tango or something. Yeah, I right? can't. I, yeah, I can't do any actual. Dan- like, I consider myself a great dancer. I'm yeah. self-taught, but um, yeah, for sure. Basically, yeah. I just step a lot, like Michael Jackson did when he was in the Jackson Five. Just like a lot of uh-huh. grand, like moving around. <laughs> um, yeah. So I can do that, but that's I don't think that's dancing like an adult because Michael Jackson was 12 years old. <laughs> um, can you get around without uh, without your phone? Can I get around without my phone? I, I guess that means find- like. I guess that means like a lot no GPS. Things. Yeah, if I um, hmm, I don't know because I go to a lot of like places that I've never been before. Uh, you know what? My phone died the other day, and I was like forty-five minutes of back roads, like from my house, and uh, I found my way home. So I can I can get around without my phone. Wow, that's pretty impressive. That's one of those things, man. Like wh- when shit goes down. Where people like me, I I do need the GPS. I need the the phone. I I'm just gonna be toast. I I can't even get around without my phone. Like not even speaking in the GPS sense, I just can't function as a human without my phone. So on like me. you don't I'm feel a, just a mess. So if your phone, you're not looking at your phone right now. But if your phone weren't on the table right now, you'd feel like a different person. Right. I would feel like a part of me was just lost. Yeah. I, I think lost of, and alone. Yes. Part of why I like going to the movies is it's an automatic. You're not using your phone. You know, even if I'm not using it, the fact that I know that it's in my pocket is like reassuring. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's it's a very very unhealthy relationship that I have with my phone. Um, parallel park. This is a difficult one. Yeah, I can parallel park. I am a 100 percent yes. I'm not. I would not consider myself a great driver. Boy, oh boy, can I parallel park though? I am very bad at parallel parking. Ah, uh, that's a big one. I feel like. Uh, 
it's just the way I presented it. If if you're bad at everything else, if you feel it's okay though, I can parallel park. One of the lowest points in my life was I failed to parallel park uh, in Boston, and I had to get out of the driver's seat and let my girlfriend park the car for me. Well, that's wow. That's yeah. good. That's good. It was a. Uh, it was that's a. Po- <laughs> that's a power couple. I guess you complete each other. It was. Uh, that's right. It was yeah. Great you me. know what? You guys weren't sticking to gender roles at all. Yeah. Was, right. I was going like, to say that's how. Yeah. This you're how deferring? like free and open we are. Just crushing right. stereotypes. Yeah. Push outside yep. of the norm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fourteen is play a vinyl record. Can I play a vinyl record? Yes. How hard is it? To, I was going to say people you don't lift the know how to, up. how to like put a needle on a thing. Is that like a Think I yes I know how to do that I did not know that there were people that did not know how to do that. A few impressive adults over here just spinning the hits. We're we're doing pretty well right now. Uh, do you know how to balance a checkbook? Yes. I yeah, I don't, I but no, but no one does it. I mean, it's, yeah. just, it's just math. Yeah, no one does your 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 banking website does it for you. Your banking app, like you know, you have all of the information at your fingertips. Hey, Thrillist, do you know how to write a uh, an up-to-date list? Because I'm kind of, I'm wondering. Uh, Jumpstart a car. Yes. Yeah, I know how to do that one as well. I can't. Oh, I gotta say, though, I'm, we might need to keep Randy around for, <laughs> for when the zombie apocalypse does come, because he does know how to do a lot of these things. Um, here's one I can do. Can you tie a tie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Every which way, man. Can you, can you do, do a half you do Windsor, a, full Windsor? Can you do a bow tie? Uh, no. Ah, uh, man, I feel like that's a requirement if you have a mustache. That's true, yeah. Wow, you know what? I never thought of that. I can't, It's a huge reps thing. But bow ties are like the ultimate reps thing, you know? You have to right. uh, do it. In the, the first like 20 times you do a bow tie, you just look horrible for the whole day, and everyone knows that, you're, that like, you don't know how to tie a bow tie, and it's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. And yet... And I think it's part of, but part of it probably the learning process is feeling that humiliation. Yes. And never wanting to feel it again. And it's like. So the next time you tie that tie, like you're going to work a little harder. Yeah, it's like tasting dirt. And also it's like, it's like uh, uh, swinging a bat with the donut on because your confidence gets so low when you look bad that by the time you're tying it right, you feel just amazing because anything will yeah. make you feel good because you've been sad for so long. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, number 18 is nail a job interview, which you don't even have to answer that because you just scored an awesome job on a great TV show. So yeah, prop- kind of my job is nailing job interviews. <laughs> right. right. So, yeah, I, I'm pretty good at that. Um, Pete and I have both gotten jobs before in our life. So that's a yes for us. Yeah. We nailed them. Yeah, Way to go. Uh, can you make a decent cocktail? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, alcohol. I've bartended huge adult for a thing. while. So oh really? I, I have that advantage. I wow. can make a hell of a bloody mary. Nice, nice. Uh, to, we've talked about this one before. Uh, ironing clothes. Are you? Yeah, I can iron. iron. I don't. I don't like to. Ooh. Like, how do you approach like your your war? Your you've already said that you have a good wardrobe. How do you approach yeah. your good wardrobe without having to iron? Uh, well, you do have to occasionally uh, with, you know, the uh, the right outfit. But there are a lot of shirts out there. You don't really have to iron because they're made of, like, you know, the uh, you pick the right material, I guess. Right. They put, like, traces of, like, aluminum in everything, and that solves everyone's <laughs> problems, I think. Yeah. Um, um, and, yeah, sweaters. When you put a sweater over a shirt, you don't have to iron that shirt. That's true. That's yes. correct. That's a great it's feeling. A it's a, it's a, like a little secret that you're... <laughs> it's like a wearable secret. It's like I'm a mess, yeah. but I'm covering it up and I'm looking <laughs> presentable. Yes. Uh, can you ride a bike? Oh, yeah. Wait, like a bicycle? Right. Like a th- these range from, like, <laughs> are you an adult to are you an alive person? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> right. They range from, like, are you currently an adult... To did you have a childhood? <laughs> right. Yeah. Did you learn how to swim? Did you le- do you know how to ride a bike? Do you have limbs and muscle memory? <laughs> Sounds yeah. grown up to me. Uh, do you know how to cook? I bet you're a cook. You're a good cook. Uh, I have a couple of meals that I can really nail. Nice. So. nice. That's all you need. Uh, yeah. Do you, can you drive a stick? Oh yeah, I learned on like the world's shittiest stick. Too, I learned how to drive a stick on the world's shittiest stick. Um, so 
I, that probably that probably explains why uh, for me at least that's why I know how to jump a car because I started out driving a really shitty car. Ah, and yeah. you you kind of need to if the car is going to die every week. Um, I feel like driving a stick is so unnecessary now. Like is it's kind anybody, of obsolete. Is yeah. anybody born after like two thousand ever going to drive a stick? It's still a unless cool they thing drive, to like, do. Really nice cars. Yeah. It's still it's a cool little thing to have in your back pocket. I think it's like playing a vinyl record. I would say, kind of right. Except vinyl records are like a dollar now, and if you want to, st- I, I, no, aren't standard Stick, cars are, cheaper? Are way cheaper. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh, but I don't even think they. I, I I think they're being phased out. I don't think they make them like standard, uh, cars? or I think they're they're going to stop making. Yeah, you're. Uh, uh, shift your manual wow. car wow do you think that'll that'll eventually come back in style because Ooh, everything may be ahead is, of the curve right <laughs> so yeah right I, can't, now. I can't wait for the day when like a car from the 90s is going to be considered like a, a classic oh yeah like a 1996 like, toyota like, corolla or something <laughs> yeah yeah, Ooh, yeah like they're gonna be man. people that like restore corollas yeah 20 years from now uh 24 is control your drinking dude oh yeah i absolutely control my drinking I I can, but uh, I think there are nights where you choose to say, like, okay, you know what? I'm going to cut loose. I, that, that should be on this list. Like, can that's you cut choice, loose? Those... I feel like that's a form of control. Yeah, so you can have true. nights to go out and really get it done. Yeah. You can have nights where you go out and have two drinks, and um, you're good to go. Yeah. yeah. I'd say that I'd fall into, the, into that category where it's like – I can I can go out and have a couple beers and watch a, right. watch a sports game. Yeah. And there are also nights where I can wind up on the streets pushing a homeless man down the street that I don't know. Yes, so that, that uh, took place. Uh, Twenty five is control your anger. Huh. Uh, yes. I, think... I mean, aside from snarky comments. Hmm. Yeah, that's not anger. That's just being a right. smartass, and that's very much appreciated from, on my behalf. Yeah, I think I'm trying to think in like my adult life. I think I've I haven't like punched a wall. I think I've like I've slapped a wall before. I think that's as angry as I <laughs> Open can get. Hand slap. Yeah, just like like bang your hand you against the wall. Yeah, wall. <laughs> right. Just like you know what wall? Put her there. Uh, Randy, <laughs> can you choose a date? Can I choose a date? Yes. What does that mean? I think it means like, can you choose like where where you to go, go on a date? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. Yeah. So not exactly. like, not like, just like, no, a, a, not. not like a crowd of women. Can you just choose one and be like, right, be like yeah, no, one. Not, not one. So really, this question is: Can you go on a date? Because if you can't come up with a place w- to where you should have the date, then You're it's like, hey, would dates. you like to go on a date? Yes. Where should we go? Oh well, no idea. This keeps coming up. Oh well, I'll try with someone else. Try <laughs> uh, with someone who doesn't want to do anything. <laughs> right. Uh. Can you keep a living space? Uh, what is what? Don't get. It says don't give off the wrong vibes. Hollywood has taught us that if you can't keep a house, there is a one hundred percent chance that you're a serial killer. I don't even know what that means. You can't keep. keep how do you keep house. a house? Like, does it mean decorate a house? Like, like loot? clean up? I don't know if that what that means. Like, hey, you hear about Pete? He bought his house, but the the punks down the street stole it from him. He just that poor kid. Tenth time it's happened. He can't keep a host. Well, it's I mean, also, I do it's live also... in a house, and I've kept it for as long as I've had it. So <laughs> it's also rubbing salt in the wound. If somebody loses their house, and you just the right. first thing you say to them is serial <laughs> killer. <Right. laughs> you grow you up. <laughs> you lost your house. Your life's crumbling. <laughs> grow up, you punk. Uh, can you build a fire? Yeah, totally. Wow. Okay. I think I, I, in my mind, I think I, it's like how Mac in Always Sunny thinks he can do karate. I think I can build a fire. <laughs> I've never actually built a fire by myself 100% before, but I think I could build a fire if you give me like matches. I'm not going to be able to build a fire, you know, like striking flint. Uh, so no, I'm assuming, I'm assuming you're having, you have some sort of implement to light the fire. Right. They're just right. saying, like, uh, can you build like a wood teepee? Right. I was going to say, you got to do yeah, the teepee. Yeah. Yeah. You make, yeah, you put like the bigger pieces of wood on the on the outside in sort of a teepee shape, and then on the inside you have your your kindling, your smaller pieces of wood, uh, and your easily flammable uh, forest detritus. They taught you well in that Atlanta high school, man, because you <laughs> that was just an A plus answer on that. Uh, Twenty nine is brew a damn fine cup of coffee. 
I'm assuming that this is not like K cups are out of the out of the question here. <laughs> We're not. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Uh, this would be just. Can you get your measurements right? You look like a man who brews a. You look like a man who brews a very nice cup of coffee. Am I right in saying that? I I brew a delicious cup of coffee. Yes. Nice. What are you uh, What are you working with? Uh, right now, I got the bulletproof bulletproof coffee. Ooh, nice. I've never heard of that. I have to check it out. Uh, yeah, check out. The, there's a whole like uh, recipe for bulletproof coffee. So one is like the brand. There's like a brand of beans, bulletproof uh, beans. I can also brew a cup of coffee, by the way. There we go. Not to brag. I, I mean, all three, right? We're all good. On- I feel like, yeah. And, and I feel like we've kept the bragging uh, in, in in check. check. Yeah, we've... Uh, Not our style, I think we, I th- Right. <laughs> I think we've proven that uh, we are... Just swanging adults, and but we're we're not rubbing in. We're being adults about it. Um, lastly, can you start a conversation again? We're getting back to the are you are uh, you human? A, a person? Are you a functioning member of society? Right. Uh, I can absolutely start a conversation. I can do you one better. Uh, this last comic book convention I did, there were people that were legit so nervous to meet me that they couldn't speak. Really, and that... I could get those people talking wow nice that must so make i feel like if i can day. start a conversation with like the most awkward person in the world yeah and i'm you know like just like okay an awkward person who is also meeting someone that like you know they're excited to meet yeah which um i know i think we've all run you know like met someone that we were just like holy moly i can't believe i'm talking to this person you know mm, right i don't know if i was that necessarily for anybody but there are definitely people that were like nervous and i was like okay well how do i like draw this out like how do we find common uh conversation ground so i am be like a really a, a moment that feels great for everybody involved like you can get somebody to loosen up and then that person doesn't have to feel uncomfortable just a really mm-hmm. great shared moment and then right they there. find out that the guy to whom they looked uh up was really really cool yeah. and they've they get a great story out of it so that's the cherry on top. You make people think you're a good person. <laughs> this, you trick them. <laughs> this is very much like that movie, The Intern, because that's a very feel-good story. So <laughs> today's episode brought to you by <laughs> a two-year-old movie where Robert De Niro took a role he probably shouldn't have. Watch it on your next plane flight. Right. Um, I've seen so, it like six times. It's always on, so I just yeah. watch it. Uh, we crushed the Thrillist list. Uh, one of the questions that I wanted to ask about adulthood, what was like the the first moment growing up where you were like, ah, oh, shit, I am hitting adulthood? Because I had one like uh, maybe like a month or two ago, like a, a real epiphany being like, fuck, it's, it's all downhill from here. Um, I think... I mean, in a lot of ways, I've adjo- avoided adulthood. I mean, I'm an actor, for God's sake. <laughs> I don't have a, a job that I go to every day. Um, uh, I don't really have a job with any consistency. Um, just, you know, a few times a year, I'll actually do a job. That's awesome. That sounds uh, ideal. <laughs> so that's great, but... Uh, it's so not adult, right? It's the adult thing is to like have a consistent thing that you do 40 hours a week, um, you know, that you get paid for. Right. So, so I don't have that. So, uh, so that's all that's, I mean, that's amazing though. <laughs> yeah, right. But, but, but yeah, go on. Even, even as such, uh, there have been moments in my acting life where I've had to go. No one here cares what I'm going through emotionally. I just have to do my job. Right. I That's... feel like that was probably the first time like being on set when I was like, I'm so miserable right now, but I'm doing comedy. So like turn on the funny. <laughs> right. Um, well, That's my most adult moment. I would think. Well, for what it's worth, that's every moment of adulthood. Just being like, oh, I guess I got to do this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my, so my thing was like, it wasn't, wasn't necessarily like, involving a job or whatever but like as a kid or what as a kid growing up or whatever you i was always able to be able to stay up as long as i wanted to like watch tv till three in the morning be able to function all the time but now i can't even like make it through shows that are on at 10 o'clock at that night. you want to watch right 
it's that is like the saddest thing in the world to me. Where I'm, I wait all week for for a show that I that I like that's on at ten ten p.m. and I fall asleep at like ten thirty, and then I have to watch it the next day. That is that it's like that was like the first. Uh, you're a fucking adult. You're growing. Up. You're gonna be you're gonna be old and gross in five years. You can't stay up till eleven anymore. Right. right. Um, my thing for that, and I was just thinking since you asked this question. Um, I think my answer is when I realized, uh, I think I caught myself dropping an F-bomb after yawning because that's a very adult. <laughs> whenever an adult yawns, think about it. Whenever yeah. an adult yawns, fuck. they just go, oh, fuck. And <laughs> when you're everybody else, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, I'm going to take a nap now, whatever. <laughs> and when you're an adult, it's even yawning is, but that's, that's so I'm going to revise my answer to say, being in pain with everything because like you get up you, you walk from the kitchen to the living room and you just like you're limping even though you're not hurt and you're just like oh if you so do, that's if, my answer if when you every do, moment of my life hurts if you do like the disgruntled fuck after doing something as an adult you should have to explain why you said the word fuck right like if you yawn Someone and say, say what's wrong you yawn and then fuck and then you'd be like oh fuck i'm still awake <laughs> right <laughs> this is me saying that my body wants to go to bed um this has been a dream come true randy this has been a lot of fun um oh awesome thank you man yeah thanks for being you know thanks for keeping it adult with us uh and yeah absolutely great being grown up with you guys i think that yeah it's probably a nice little break you know that the kids are great but this is this is kind of happy hour if you will can we expect yeah. you in Stranger Things season two? By the way, fingers crossed, gentlemen. Okay, oh, that I really hope so. Awesome. I want I want to know if you uh, did the sex on your date night <laughs> because that's the cliffhanger from <laughs> yes. from yeah. one to two. It's the only loophole that hasn't been answered. Yeah, we're gonna come back. First scene of season two is gonna be Mister Clark and his date smoking in bed. Uh, I'm quickly gonna plug the video that you did um, with. Was it called Ladies' Night? Where it was yeah, basically but it's like spelled entirely incorrectly. Uh, yes, yes yeah, I noticed that. That's, like, that's like... their like gag. They spelled they misspell everything. Oh, okay. um, it's like Lottie's or one of their gags. So yeah, look uh, somehow if you can find the sketch group Ladies Night. Uh, yeah, watch that, uh, um, yeah, that video. Funny. I'll I'll retweet it tonight. So all right, you follow me on Twitter. You yes. can find Do you a retweet your of the video that we talked about. It's Mr. Randy Havens. Ah, and very adult of you, Mister. Yeah, I put a Mister before it. Uh, would you like to also take this opportunity to plug your Wikipedia page? Uh, yeah, what is it? What you guys? You guys I think it's going it to be. I think it's going to be Randall P. Havens, and then in parentheses, also known as Randy Havens, and it like Randy Havens will redirect to that page. I think we'll do. Great. Okay. Okay. Cool. And, um, yeah, you've got a lot of info. You know that I know how to change a tire. That can go into the <laughs> We're just going to use all of that. This was We actually work for Wikipedia. This was just a questionnaire to develop your Wikipedia page. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Okay, awesome. Well, we'll, uh, we'll bug you during season two or something. And you, you're, you're super cool on Twitter. You're super interactive with uh, all your fans and everything. So people, seriously, check him out on Twitter, and uh, we'll keep bugging you as well. Awesome, thanks. So good to talk to you guys. Okay, fam, I gotta talk to you about Nine Taylors one more time, and really, I could talk about Nine Taylors all day. Pete and I, we like two things, looking good and vibing out. Nine Taylors has you covered with both. Yes, the clothes are second to none, as everybody knows, but when you walk into their studio in Boston, you are floored by what a cool space they have cultivated. The place is actually lit by bowler hats, which you have to check out, and you can just walk right in, take a seat at the bar, and have a complimentary beverage. The style consultants will help you with every step of the process, from getting your exact measurements to picking the material, and my favorite part choosing a fun little lining that'll help you stand out a little bit. Nine Taylors at 132 Lincoln Street in Boston. I promise you'll have a great time there and you'll look great after. Uh, let's come on to that interview with uh, just thoughts on Randy Havens. Seems pretty grown up. Awesome I liked it. grown up dude that I would definitely hang out with for sure. I, I think that he's going to fall into the uh, Billy Riggins category where we're just going to try to keep him in the stable. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to tell people that he's our friend. Forever. Right. That's the thing. I don't think we've done anything with. We keep acting like uh, 
like Derek Phillips is right, like, like in our gang, and I don't think we've spoken to him no. since. Like we've tweeted at him, and he hasn't even responded to us. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I didn't think that interview went well, guys. <laughs> um, I think that Randy will be cooler though. Randy just Randy just seems like a cool guy. Yeah, for sure. Which is an adult is kind of hard to pull off sometimes, but um, yeah, I. I hope that he wasn't offended by any of the stereotypes because, like, he definitely brews coffee with a, uh, I don't even know what the things are, but you know the glass thing? Yeah. The one that looks it's, like two looks, triangles? So it looks like a, it looks like a, uh, funny enough, it looks like a science experiment. Right. Science kit. Yes, And you exactly. make coffee out of it. Yeah. So. I forget what those are called, but he's definitely got one of Somebody those. Somebody just, like, saw him making coffee, like one day, and they were like, hmm, science teacher, I'm going to put him in Stranger Things. Right. Also, uh, he was just, uh, I bet... I know he plays a science teacher, but I bet he's like a super intelligent, well-read dude. Yeah, so I would, I would say so. It's uh, good that we're after we uh, <laughs> interviewed a person. Let's just we talk let, about them. Let, let's make let's, assumptions. Let's, make assumptions. <laughs> let's guess things that we could have just asked the person. Um, it's a way to do it. I think that's kind of a, an underrated interview move. Hold <laughs> off on the things that you really want to know, and then after you're done, just kind of throw it out there anyway. Um, so yeah, he was awesome, um, and it was. I liked the the thrills list was cool. I feel like it wasn't a perfect list, but um, it's very. It's, you could come up with much a much better list. Of, we showed our chops though. Right, that we we met its standards. Um, we've got to do a quick Zac Efron heat check. He was at the Yankees game on Wednesday night, and there was a picture that said to watch out for flying balls, and he posted it on Snapchat with. Hey ladies. Hey ladies. Dot dot dot. So in the spirit of this episode, come on, Zach. Grow the fuck up. Grow, what what are we? What is this, Zach? Not <laughs> like you you're going to go to a baseball game and make a joke about like hey ladies every time the the word balls is, they, they is, say is, balls a lot at yeah, baseball no games, shit. Zach. Like somebody hits a fly ball and somebody says fly ball and he's like <laughs> ladies and also it says flying bats and he's applying that to that as well yeah. um way to be sexist and so, <laughs> and stupid I, have you ever seen a have you ever seen a bat before a, a like an animal yeah yes and i'm sure you were so scared i'm sure you were watching out for that flying bat yeah, I don't know if he was. I think he was mostly referring to the balls. I think he was just. I think that he was making uh, a sexist statement and then a gross statement. I think he was saying, "Ladies, can't you can't handle your your situation when there when there are bats in play and also balls." So, not a nice. good one, Zach. Nice, Zach. No, real, I'm real a, nice. <laughs> I'm a fan of inappropriate humor. I. You can even have sexist humor. At least make it a good joke. If you can make it, it's got to be a joke. Right. I don't think you were joking, Zach. Even though I think he used the crying, the he laughing did. face. Yeah. Not, yeah. not a joke. It's, you're not going to get out of it. <laughs> you're not, no free pass there, Zach. Um, Zach Efron will not be in The Lion King, which was it. I think you said word for word. John Favreau is going to end up making a live-action Lion King. I did say that. You can go back and listen to the Jungle Check Book the episode tape. that we did. Uh, it was the easiest bet to, to make ever. Yeah. There was no way that that wasn't going to happen. Disney wasn't going to turn down a fucking billion dollars. <laughs> John Favreau <laughs> yeah, wasn't going to turn no to that? <laughs> It's like, hey, John, you want to make a billion dollars directing this movie right. that's going to be like almost the same thing as that other movie that you directed? Right. That, that will did help you super well. I think yeah. that John Favreau is a huge legacy guy. I think he's he likes his legacy and thinking he's, about his legacy. He's doing pretty good. He's going to have an awesome legacy. Yes. You know who hates John Favreau is uh, Ryan Lambert. Really? Yes. Um, I. It's a really weird guy to hate. There's not really that but many Ryan Lambert, thing. Ryan well, if, Lambert if finds people anybody, to hate. Yeah. Um, does we, anybody can find an unlikable, find something unlikable right. about something? It's it's Ryan Lambert. One time we were both going to the movies, not with each other separately, <laughs> uh, but we were texting, and we had both decided that we were going to see a movie, and we couldn't decide which movie we were going to see, and it was either um, Chef or the Philip Seymour Hoffman movie that he made before he died. The Master. I don't know what it maybe. Um and we were deciding between those two movies each individually and I was I was going to see Chef no matter what. Chef is a great movie and, by the way. Oh, so great. And he said that he wasn't going to see Chef because he hated John Favreau and I said why? And he said that he's so pretentious 
and it's like, dude, you made swingers get over yourself. I thought that was a great line. Disagree with the overall premise, though. I, I know. I don't. I don't know if. I don't know. I would have to meet him or whatever. But uh, John Favreau doesn't come off as pretentious to me. Also, um, John Favreau in Chef literally is my friend James from Roxy's Grilled Cheese. Oh, right, yeah. They look the same. Yeah, they they have like alike. the same face. Um, and even the mannerisms were... The first time I saw that movie, it freaked me out because I was like, this is actually James. Um, we're going to see The Lion King. Yeah, for sure. It'll. Uh, they're also making a Jungle Book 2 directed by Jon Favreau. Ooh. Which is very interesting. Run it back, gonna, Scar Joe. Because they're going to have to... It's going to have to be an original story, I would assume, because... Yeah, unless, I don't know if there was a cartoon Unless there's one. like a sequel to right. to The Jungle Book. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's a good question. I'll see anything and everything, though. <laughs> right. I'm going to see Pete's Dragon. Um, you know, we, we should have... Uh, what's her face on? Um, what's her name? Bryce Dallas Howard? Yeah. We should... Or we, well, let me rephrase. We should invite her to <laughs> come on. We should give her the the pleasure of coming on our podcast. Yes, we know. I'm saying we should say that we attempted to have her on because I'm down with that. Yeah, I feel like she could be a no. Um, I think that she's too high level. We uh, we're trying to get somebody for next week who is Dave Franco, and I'm just assuming we won't even hear back on that. So we'll see what happens there. But um, what else did we have? We had the roommate thing. <laughs> Uh yes, we have uh we have so there's a there was a story this morning that was going around the the internets uh about a college roommate horror story. Um so basically this girl's roommate was subtweeting her at college. So what it's, a problem it's, for So what what's the date right now? Kids it's in college. It's not days. even October. Uh and this um I think they're freshmen. So th- it hasn't even been a month. And this girl has subtweeted her roommate six times uh, about how she like hates her roommate, hates her living situation, uh, and so the roommate found out that she was subtweeting because it's not that hard, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so she found out and she printed out the tweets and stapled them to the wall of that their, is a or psycho move. Taped them to the wall of their dorm with like hearts around them and stuff. Psycho move. Hilarious move. I'm. I'm oh my I'm, god! I would be. I would freak out if I did that. Also, if I were in college, my freshman year, um, my first roommate in college was fine. Um, nice kid. We just didn't get along, and we weren't. I don't think we were very. We weren't good roommates to each other, so we ended up um, kind of amicably splitting up. Um, I, had, I had one of those. I had a. I, so I, had, I was in a triple my freshman year. Okay. I, had, I had one kid that I was like really good friends with, and the other one, yeah, I was like, eh, whatever. You know, kind of just like stay out of each other's business, right? So we didn't like we we didn't totally get along, and we ended up just switching with some other kids, and it was totally fine and everything. Um, if he were sending tweets about me or something, or if I were sending if I were sending tweets about him and I walked in and I saw them all pasted in the room, I would I would have the same reaction as if I walked in and there was like plastic on the floor. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I would be so freaked out. That is I it's, don't know who's the bigger psycho in this I situation. See, I don't think that's a psycho move. I think it's like a really funny, like, hey, fucking gotcha. You know what that is? That's a real move. That's uh that's one of those girls being like, Oh, sorry, I'm so real. Right. I'm putting this out there. Right. I'm calling. I fucking respect it. I don't I, think that it's a fucking crazy move at all. I, I I don't think it's Yeah, so I said psycho, so I can't yeah. can I send it back? You can send it back. <laughs> I'm gonna choose not to send it back. I'm gonna say um, it's just a power move. It's a huge, huge power move, it which is. can be good and bad. By the way, it's a fucking brilliant move for your social media presence because she oh, took a, she took a picture of it, yeah, and uh, 104,000 retweets. Wow, 306,000 favorites. That is crazy. That is so much fucking. Twitter engagement. I was going to say, like, do you know the work that we've tried to put in in our social media lives to try to be like, I hope this can get 200 retweets. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you spend an hour putting together a and video the, or the something. The Chris Christie thing yeah. was 
I was going to say, that's got to be your that, biggest one. That right? was my biggest one. It was like 15,000 retweets or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was going to guess like 25. No, it was like 15 or something. And it literally ruined my life for like two weeks. Yeah. Where I, like I couldn't go on Twitter without just being absolutely bombarded. I can't imagine this girl's fucking mentions and, and just like. I can't believe I can't even like imagine that she can go on Twitter at this point. Right. I remember. So I've never really had um, a super popular one, but uh, the Ryan Lochte one. That was the first time I kind of experienced the you can't go on Twitter for however long. And I texted you, and I was like, "Wow." So don't really care about the whole like viral tweet thing, but it kind of sucks when you actually can't see if like jeff says something to me or whatever uh yeah. and you were like no it's it's terrible yeah. it's not a it's yeah. not a good part of twitter um so after that girl put the the tweets on her wall or whatever uh the roommate kind of like threw a fit and was like she basically said that it was a psycho move like yeah like you did um and so I guess like the whole reason that this this like falling out happened was like this girl likes to smoke weed and I guess she's been smoking weed in the room or something like that and the girl comes comes back and it smells like weed that was like her biggest problem with it total Which, fair complaint fair by the complaint way. yeah one million percent right if if you're a roommate with somebody and you smoke and they don't you fucking have to respect their yes oh totally yeah yeah so I I I'm fine with that girl complaining about it. Here, here we go. Be a fucking adult about it. Have a conversation and right. say, "Don't smoke in my, don't smoke in the room, please. Smoke somewhere else." Yeah, and that's. I mean, that's what I would do. But honestly, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm confrontational in weird ways. I'm either there or I'm one thousand percent passive aggressive. You know, like I'll either, I'll either get real with you, <laughs> or I'll just kind of dance around it. That's something where. In that situation, I would just say, knowing that I'm totally within my rights, I would say, hey, can you not smoke in the room? Sorry, I just don't smoke. And yeah. I'm not supposed to be doing that. Right. And I, I, just subtweeting is like such a, is such a fucking immature move. But it's something you could... So we can't subtweet because we've got some followers. When you don't have Twitter followers, you can totally subtweet. That's probably what... That's, yeah, but I, I kind of wish I could do it. Like I, I, I wish that we, if it's we did just, that, you know what I'm saying? We get called out and we get called jerks. That's a, that's a cool jerky anonymous Twitter move. I, I guess I just like I don't, I don't really because people who know me know that like I'm not afraid to like fucking say something right. to to somebody if I disagree with them or whatever. It's just like I just don't understand subtweeting. Yeah, what the fuck do you get out of it? It's just all it's talking behind someone's back. That's all it is. Um. But That's... like, all right. So, so here's the deal. Like, this girl's at college, so there's no shortage of people to talk shit about her roommate with. That's true. It's called every other person before. <laughs> literally, That's... it's like you can literally spend all day shit- shitting on your roommate. That's what you do when you're a fucking when you're a freshman in college. You talk about how's your roommate, how's your living situation. Right. There are ample opportunities to go off on this girl. Yeah. Doesn't need to take it to. T- to Twitter for her and her fucking 250 followers. But can I give you a little, uh, can I crack an egg of knowledge on you? She's immature. That's She's true. a kid. That's these are, true. these are kids. So also uh, like just even the fact that she would put that on Twitter, not thinking that, Oh, maybe my roommate can find this. Right. And then when they got into a little spat about the whole marijuana thing and the one who smokes doubled down and basically called the the other girl a narc, even though she's never yeah. done anything wrong. She never talked to the RA. She never talked to the well, police. She said that she she thought that she had called the police on. The so roommate. that's what she accused her of. Yes. She was like, "Well, if you're going to call the cops, that's a." Uh, I just kind of love the way it was heightened. They <laughs> they got there. I want to see like these two girls like put on a radio show. We should have had them on the podcast and have them go uh, at it. That would be great. I. Uh, one time on, I did a podcast when uh, Peter Gammons had said something about, uh, he tweeted something about John Tortorella. Uh, remember when he got in that spat with the Flames and he went out in the hall yeah. and he was trying to talk to the coach or whatever? Um, Peter Gammons tweeted something to the effect of, like, this is embarrassing or whatever. And Jack Edwards got really mad at him and was like, 
don't you talk about my sport, man. <laughs> like, this is, like, skate your lane, bro. So uh, I did a podcast. I had both of them on a podcast together. And one of their services, their cell services was bad, but it's a good idea. Get people who are in spats together. We wanted to get... Uh, Seinfeld 2000 and Seinfeld <laughs> today Seinfeld. on, but uh, logistically we just couldn't make it happen. But that would be we we should we should become the we... celebrity death match of of yes tw- of Twitter feuds. We also wanted to we even talked to have it, to the celebrity death match guy about having him on because they were going to bring it back and then they couldn't bring it back or whatever. But that would be awesome. We should just find Twitter feuds and bring them on. And honestly, guys consult or tell us it doesn't need to be famous people if if you're in college and you know two friends who are subtweeting getting into it with each other we'll do a little jerry springer action moderating yeah we'll be like hey um you you're probably wondering why we have you on well we showed your roommates the tweets (laughs) and here they are and that's that would be great i think it's a good good future episode i agree Maybe we could, that can be like a Monday thing, like Monday meltdowns, and then we have them yell at each other. Uh, do we want to talk about World Cup of Hockey at all? Uh, no, I just want to talk about uh, Red Wings. Oh, okay. Real quick. Uh, awesome. Big, big time move. That's so, a- Red Wings fourth liners, when they score a goal this year, they decide they're going to take off their gloves, and they're not even... They're not even how we'd give each other a high five. No, right they're now. playing up the awkward high five. They angle. are like, "Hey, you guys, <laughs> I scored a goal, Drew. It's <laughs> awesome, so corny. It's amazing." Uh, so I thought that was the greatest thing in the world for like ten minutes yesterday during the game, uh, and then I tweeted out one of the gifts of it happening, and uh, another hockey writer came back at me and was like, "Nope, this is the greatest thing in the world." And it was oh, a yeah, guy was it? pulling off his glove and literally just extending his hand with like the most rigid <laughs> oh, yeah. hand ever yeah, and right. shaking hands with a teammate, like business interview handshake right. after a goal. And that is the greatest thing ever. So I'm gonna say I like high fives better because it's more. That's more of like a the boys thing. You know, like we're just the 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 fellas are high fiving. Um, yeah, I love it. Uh, when I saw Superbad, my friends and I agreed going into it. We are going to high five during the movie. We were because um, you know when you watch sitcoms or whatever, they'll go to it. They'll go to the movies and there'll be those loud kids in front and they're they're chucking popcorn all over the place. They're laughing too loud. They're slapping five. <laughs> we were like, let's be that stereotypical group. And it was the movie was sold out and. <laughs> probably not the right avenue to do it because it's better to do if it's kind of there's just kind of pockets of right. people uh you can spread out like over like three seats right per, per person right exactly no we were it was awesome and super bad because it was billed as this is going to be the funniest movie in years or like funniest movie since old school at least and it was and we were just it was great what an experience we were <laughs> slapping five the whole time it was my only hope is that it makes you want to go to the movies with a friend for the first time. <laughs> My only hope is that one of those guys scores a uh, an overtime goal this year, so that it's just like pandemonium on the ice, and they're just like fucking hey. pulling off their gloves <laughs> and just furiously high five orgy on the ice. That's so the best part of it is, I think, um, and I, I should have gotten to the bottom of this. I think it is just um, Drew Miller, Steve Ott, and Luke Glendening because. They, I didn't see there was, there until was like the a, third goal. So they, the, they didn't do it on their first two goals, or at least it, I didn't notice it. The third goal, um, they did that. That was like, a, but that was like a one v one, like it was a one on one high five situation. And then on the the fourth goal, right? They there was a five of them in a circle, right? They, and they were, were just all like. like Sloppy intercepting, like right. brushing hands, just right. like the most awkward high five circle ever, and it was awesome. So I think basically the joke is, like, if you guys are hockey fans, Drew Miller, Steve Ott, and Luke Lendening are do not score goals. <laughs> so if if and when they ever score goals, they're going to be cheesy about it. I kind of just want the whole, like you said, like I, the defensemen were joining in. I on the feel like goal. that might extend. 
to the entire team. I want I want to be the entire team, and I want them to run it into the ground. <laughs> I want there to be high stakes, these teams don't like each other moments, and then a goal to be scored, and be like, hey, guys, <laughs> no, you know, we be great did is, it. What, you know, how how be, am I being racist with this? Uh, what, what, which voice is this? It's not racist. You're it's just, just like you're stereotyping a nerd. kids? Nerds? Yeah, I just want to make nerd. sure that's not... Okay. Uh, I want them to, when they score, fucking one of them pulls off the glove, goes down the bench, and it's just all bare hands Stiff sticking like out <laughs> it's just fucking you ever see the uh the scene in in step brothers where he's on the the carousel yes. pl- playground thing yes. where he's just going around punching all the kids in the face yes i want to see all hands just fucking s- stiff and just slapping them we've discussed this before celebration in sport is just such a great thing i hockey needs more like yes. lame ass that like, was the most exciting part of that hockey game. I did not go into the Bruins room. I'm going to get fired if anyone from EI is listening. I did not go into the Bruins room after that game last night because I, I've i written about all cares? those guys every yeah. day. The, like Not much has changed. That was actually interesting. Hockey, yeah. more of that. Uh, yeah, I need I need more like goofy ass because like so hockey players have like have goofy personalities. Yes. Uh, and you and goofy, immature personalities usually. And I feel like whether it's the league or it's the, just like the kind of culture around professional hockey or professional sports at this point in time, they feel the need to suppress it. Right. And I feel like they, you should just fucking go for it. Like just be bros. We see it on Twitter and stuff like Saturdays are for the boys. Huge hit among hockey guys. Like, right. Dude. Make it for the boys after you score a goal. Like, get crazy with it. Like, I want to see more Yaramir Yager salutes. I want to see who is the dude who fucking threw his glove and, like, pretended like he was skeet shooting. Oh, jeez. I don't know. That was amazing. I think that was, like, Artem Anisimov. I think oh, yeah. Was, right. And he I, and the, he and, got a penalty for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to see, see that embraced. I want to see it. You know I what? Need, I need make celebrations great again. You know what, NHL? Grow up.